Welcome to Chenli Zhuai, a thousand miles. This is Stella, and this is our fifteenth episode for the show. I'm sure by now you all know that Chenli Zhuai was originally a quote from Mencius, describing an arrogant person who didn't allow anyone to approach him, even from a thousand miles away. But our show is to bring everyone from far away to learn Chinese with us. As always, we'll start from the very beginning of ancient China all the way until the modern era. I'll also introduce fun facts, interesting stories, and how. Native speakers use them in context. So the idiom for today is 身在曹营心在汉 meaning that someone is incredibly loyal and his or her integrity is unquestionable. The background of the story still falls in the latter part of the Eastern Han, 184 to 280 AD, or the Three Kingdoms, Sun Guo. We did a thorough review of the historical background and introduced today's characters in previous episodes. I strongly suggest that you go back and listen to episodes 11 to 14 for you to get a better understanding of the whole picture of Sun Guo 时代 because there were so many historically significant stories and idioms in this era. This was around the same time as the Roman Empire in Europe. As we explained in the previous episode, Hanguo was established by Liu Bei and located in Sichuan, so people usually call it Shu Han. And Wei Guo, known as the strongest kingdom established by Cao Cao, always instigated conflicts with the other two kingdoms. Before Liu Bei occupied the territory that came to be Han Guo, he had control of a place called Shuzhou. Again, the perpetual villain in this era initiated the fight. Cao Cao is a lot like Gargamel and the Smurfs. He always chased those Smurfs and set traps to capture them. Whenever Cao Cao pops up in any Sun Guo-related stories, you can expect that kind of thing. So no surprise here. He attacked Liu Bei in Shuzhou, and this was before Liu Bei got his right-hand man Zhuge Liang on board. And therefore, Liu Bei was defeated. Because of this, the three brothers were forced to separate and to seek. Their own ways to survive. If you don't know who the three brothers are, please go listen to episode eleven, where we told the story about Taoyuan Sanjie. Okay, getting back to the story for today, Guan Yu was asked to protect Liu Bei's two wives while Liu Bei was fighting with Cao Cao. However, just like how Gargamel always seems to find where the Smurfs are hiding, Guan Yu, along with Liu Bei's two wives, were found and were forced to surrender to Cao Cao. Thus, they were not killed but detained in Cao Cao's camp. Camp is in in Chinese, so since it was Cao Cao's camp. We call it Cao Ying. Although Guan Yu's physical body was kept in Cao Ying, his heart was fully with Liu Bei, which is Han Guo, their homeland. Even though Cao Cao attempted to bribe Guan Yu with wealth and women, he never wavered until one day Cao Cao gave him a horse, whose name was Chi Tu Qian Li Ma. This horse was said to run at incredible speeds for thousands of miles, and Guan Yu happily accepted. Cao Cao was so confused and asked him why he only liked this horse. He replied, "With this Qian Li Ma, I can travel back to my brother's side in no time." Finally, when Guan Yu found out where Liu Bei was. He thanked Cao Cao and was allowed to escort the two wives to meet him. This is where we get "shen zai Cao Ying, xin zai Han." Shen is the body, meaning that Guan Yu was physically in Cao Cao's camp, but his mind or heart, Xin, fully belongs with Han Guo. You probably wonder why Liu Bei had two wives. It was quite common in many ancient Asian cultures. Having many wives helped produce more heirs, which was especially important when the infant mortality rates were so high. Although it may seem strange from a modern Western societal viewpoint, some cultures were really Legions still maintain the custom today. Now let's hear some examples of how to use it in Chinese. 身在曹营心在汉的身是身体的意思。曹营是曹操的军队。汉，我们之前说过是刘备的国家
，所以身在曹营，心在汉，说的就是虽然关羽的身体在曹操的军队里面，但是他的心一直都是想着刘备的。这样的人，我们就会说他是很忠心、有义气的人。关羽到现在也一直都是很忠心、有义气的代表哦。我们可以说，虽然这位新老师很好，但是他喜欢原本的老师，这样身在曹营心在汉，对他的学习没有帮助，还是帮他换成原本的老师吧。还可以说。爷爷和奶奶虽然住在我们家，但是他们还是一直想要回去乡下的房子种田，真是身在曹营心在汉呐、啊。So 身在曹营心在汉 can be used in contexts where someone is hundred percent loyal or is pining for someone or something that is in a different place or with someone else. It can be interpreted as either a positive or negative. For example, a person works for Facebook and is loyal to the company for years, but dreams of working for Google. They eventually apply to Google, and as soon as they get accepted, they immediately quit Facebook without any regret. That's all for today. I hope you enjoy this story and get insight into how 身在曹营心在汉 can be used in Chinese. The content was from the chat references and scripted by Mandarin X Chinese. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more Chinese learning. See you next time. <laughs>